Section 21D, Courts Martial. 21.12, Uniform Code of Military Justice Punitive Articles. Punitive articles consist of Articles 77 through 134, Uniform Code of Military Justice, UCMJ, and are punishable by court-martial. The punitive articles are written to include certain verbiage to provide clarification regarding the text of the article, brief description of the offense, elements of the offense, explanation, lesser included offenses, maximum punishment, and sample specifications regarding the punishable offense. For full descriptions of punitive articles, maximum punishments, regarding applicable discharge, forfeiture of pay and allowances, confinement, and specifications regarding the circumstances, refer to Manual for Courts Martial, MCM, Part 4, Punitive Articles. Note, Article 134 is designed to address unspecified offenses punishable because of their effect on the U.S. Armed Forces. Article 134 generally provides for those offenses not specifically mentioned elsewhere in the punitive articles of the UCMJ. 21.13 Types of Courts Martial On the three types of courts martial, summary, special, and general, there are specific aspects associated with the procedures that discern how and when trials are conducted. The three types of courts martial are briefly covered here. Summary Court Martial. Summary Courts Martial have jurisdiction to try enlisted members subject to the UCMJ accused of any non capital offense made punishable by the UCMJ. No person with respect to whom summary courts martial have jurisdiction may be brought to trial before a summary court martial if he objects. If objection to trial by summary court martial is made, Trial may be ordered by special or general court-martial as appropriate. Summary courts-martial may, under such limitations as the U.S. President may prescribe, adjudge any punishment not forbidden by the UCMJ except death, dismissal, dishonorable or bad conduct discharge, confinement for more than one month, hard labor without confinement for more than 45 days, restriction to specified limits for more than two months, or forfeiture of more than two-thirds of one month's pay. A summary court-martial consists of one commissioned officer and is a non-criminal forum. A finding of guilty at a summary court-martial does not constitute a criminal conviction. Special court-martial Special courts-martial have jurisdiction to try members subject to the UCMJ for any non-capital offense made punishable by the UCMJ under such regulations as the U.S. President may prescribe for capital offenses. Special courts martial may, under such limitations as the President may prescribe, adjudge any punishment not forbidden by the UCMJ except death, dishonorable discharge, dismissal, confinement for more than one year, hard labor without confinement for more than three months, forfeiture of pay exceeding two-thirds pay per month, or forfeiture of pay for more than one year. A special court-martial may consist of a military judge with a panel of four or more members, a military judge alone, 
or in some cases, with the consent of the parties involved, a military magistrate. General Court-Martial General courts-martial have jurisdiction to try persons subject to the UCMJ for any offense made punishable by the UCMJ and may, under such limitations as the U.S. President may prescribe, adjudge any punishment not forbidden by the UCMJ, including the penalty of death, when specifically authorized by the UCMJ. General courts-martial also have jurisdiction to try any person who, by the law of war, is subject to trial by a military tribunal and may adjudge any punishment permitted by the law of war. However, in certain circumstances, general courts-martial shall not have jurisdiction to try any person for any offense for which the death penalty may be adjudged unless the case has been previously referred to trial as a non-capital case. A general court-martial may consist of a military judge with a panel of eight or more members, a military judge alone, or in capital cases, a military judge with a panel of 12 members. 21.14. Determining Court-Martial Jurisdiction Courts-Martial Jurisdiction is concerned with two questions. Personal Jurisdiction Is the accused a person subject to the UCMJ? Subject matter jurisdiction. Is the conduct prohibited by the UCMJ? If the answer is yes in both instances, then and only then does a court-martial have jurisdiction to decide the case. Personal jurisdiction. Personal jurisdiction involves status, that is, the accused must possess the legal status of a service member or a person otherwise subject to the UCMJ before personal jurisdiction can attach. Article 2 UCMJ includes the following as persons subject to court-martial jurisdiction. 1. Members of a regular component of the U.S. Armed Forces, including those awaiting discharge after expiration of their terms of enlistment. 2. Cadets, aviation cadets, and midshipmen. 3. While on active duty training, members of a reserve component and members of the Air National Guard, but only when in federal service. 4. Retired members of a regular component of the U.S. Armed Forces who are entitled to pay. 5. Retired members of a reserve component who are receiving hospitalization from an armed force. 6. Members of the Fleet Reserve or Fleet Marine Corps Reserve. 7. Persons in custody of the U.S. Armed Forces serving a sentence imposed by a court-martial. 8. Members of the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, Public Health Service, and other organizations when assigned to and serving with the armed forces. 9. Prisoners of war in custody of the armed forces. 10. In time of declared war or contingency operation, Persons serving with or accompanying an armed force in the field. 11. Subject to any treaty or agreement to which the United States is or may be a party or to any acceptable rule of international law, persons serving with, employed by, or accompanying the U.S. armed forces outside the United States and outside the Commonwealth of Puerto Rico, Guam, and the Virgin Islands. 12 subject to any treaty or agreement to which the United States is or may be a party, 
or to any accepted rule of international law, persons within an area leased by or otherwise reserved or acquired for the use of the United States, which is under the control of the Secretary concerned, and which is outside the United States and outside the Commonwealth of Puerto Rico, Guam, and the Virgin Islands. 13. Individuals belonging to one of the eight categories enumerated in Article 4 of the Convention relative to the treatment of prisoners of war done at Geneva, August 12, 1949, who violate the law of war. Subject Matter Jurisdiction Courts martial have the power to try any offense under the UCMJ except when prohibited from doing so by the U.S. Constitution. Courts martial have exclusive jurisdiction when a purely military offense, such as desertion, failure to obey orders, or disrespect towards superiors, is involved. However, if the offense violates both the UCMJ and a civilian code, concurrent jurisdiction may exist. For example, if a regular Air Force military member is caught shoplifting at an off-base merchant, the member can be tried by court-martial for larceny in violation of Article 121 UCMJ and tried by a civilian court for a larceny offense recognized in the local jurisdiction. The determination as to whether a military or a civilian authority will try the member is normally made through consultation or prior agreement between appropriate military authorities, ordinarily the staff judge advocate, and appropriate civilian authorities. A member to be tried by both a court-martial and a state court for the same act is constitutionally permissible. However, a member who has been tried by a state court normally will not be tried by court-martial for the same act. Only the Secretary of the Air Force may approve such prosecutions, and only in the most unusual cases when the ends of justice and discipline can be met in no other way. 21.15. Trial When a case is referred to trial, the convening authority, generally the wing or numbered Air Force commander, details members in his or her opinion who are the best qualified for the duty by reason of age, education, training, experience, length of service, and judicial temperament. No members are eligible to serve as a member of a general or special court-martial when they are the accuser or witness for the prosecution or have acted as an investigating officer, preliminary hearing officer, or as counsel in the same case. When it can be avoided, no members may be tried by a court-martial for which there is a panel member junior to them in rank or grade. Throughout the court-martial process, commanders and convening authorities are expressly forbidden to exercise any improper influence on the action of the court. Trial counsel Trial counsel are similar to prosecutors in civilian criminal trials. They represent the government, and their objective is justice, not merely securing a conviction. Trial counsel present evidence they believe is admissible and seek to persuade the court that the accused committed the alleged offenses. Trial counsel argues the interferences most strongly supporting the charges. Trial counsel also presents evidence and arguments to address defenses raised on behalf of the accused. Trial counsel may not ethically permit the continuance of the cause of action against the accused 
knowing the charges are not supported by probable cause. Additionally, trial counsel have an affirmative duty to disclose to the defense any evidence that negates the accused's guilt, mitigates the degree of guilt, or reasonably tends to reduce the punishment of the accused. Defense counsel. Military defense counsel are similar to defense attorneys in civilian criminal trials. In a trial by court-martial, the accused may be represented by military defense counsel free of charge. The accused may also hire a civilian lawyer at his or her own expense. An accused may request representation by a particular military lawyer, and if that lawyer is reasonably available, he or she will be detailed to represent the accused. Defense counsel will, within the bounds of the law, zealously represent the accused. Military judge. A military trial judge presides over each open session of the court-martial. Military trial judges are selected from highly qualified, experienced judge advocates. The military judge of a court-martial may not consult with members of the court except in the presence of the accused, trial counsel, and defense counsel, nor does he or she vote with the members of the court. Special Victims Counsel In addition to the brief description of the Special Victims Council, SVC, regarding the Sexual Assault Prevention and Response Program, the U.S. Air Force Judge Advocate General Corps created the SVC pilot program in 2013. Since then, it has expanded to include 101 worldwide personnel with an independent chain of command through the Air Force Legal Operations Agency in Washington, D.C., The SVC's primary responsibility is to his or her client, and the SVC is bound by professional ethical responsibilities to him or her. SVCs provide independent legal representation, which might include opposing the government of the United States to promote the individual interests of their clients without regard to how their actions might otherwise affect the Air Force as an institution. An SVC's legal representation includes advocacy to relevant entities within the Air Force, representation in courts-martial proceedings, post-trial and appellate review, and advocacy or assistance regarding related matters outside the military justice process. Findings and Sentence The verdict of a court-martial is called the Findings. An accused cannot be found guilty unless guilt is proved beyond a reasonable doubt. A finding of guilty does not require a unanimous agreement, but requires at least three-fourths of the members to vote for a finding of guilty. Voting is by secret, written ballot. In the event of a not guilty verdict, acquittal, the trial ends. If there is a finding of guilty, A pre-sentencing procedure follows immediately to help the court determine an appropriate sentence. A sentence of death requires a unanimous vote by panel members. 21.16 Appellate Review After a sentence is announced in a court-martial, the accused may submit matters to the convening authority for consideration in the exercise of the convening authority's powers. Once the convening authority takes action, The military judge of a general or special court-martial shall enter into the record of trial the judgment of the court. The judgment reflects the result of the court-martial, 
as modified by any post-trial actions, rulings, or orders. The entry of judgment terminates the trial proceedings and initiates the appellate process. The Judge Advocate General The Judge Advocate General is the review authority in general court-martial cases where the sentence does not include death, dismissal, punitive discharge, or confinement for one year or more. The Judge Advocate General may also elect to certify or refer a case to the Air Force Court of Criminal Appeals. The Judge Advocate General instructs convening authorities to take action according to the Court's decisions. Air Force Court of Criminal Appeals The Air Force Court of Criminal Appeals is the first level of formal appellate review. It is an independent appellate judicial body of at least three military appellate judges appointed by the Judge Advocate General. Each judge must be a member of a bar of a federal court or of the highest court of a state and must be certified by the Judge Advocate General as qualified by reason of education, training, experience, and judicial temperament for duty as an appellate military judge. The Air Force Court of Criminal Appeals reviews cases for legal error and determines if the record of trial supports both the findings and sentence as approved by the convening authority. Unless appellate review is waived by an appellant, the Air Force Court of Criminal Appeals automatically reviews all cases involving a sentence that includes death, dismissal of a commissioned officer, a punitive discharge, or confinement of two years or more. In this forum, the appellant is provided a military counsel free of charge who is an experienced trial advocate and a full-time appellate counsel. Civilian appellate counsel may be retained at the appellant's own expense. The government is represented by appellate government counsel. If the Air Force Court of Criminal Appeals rules against the appellant, he or she may request review by the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Armed Forces. Note, appellate review cannot be waived in death penalty cases. U.S. Court of Appeals for the Armed Forces The U.S. Court of Appeals for the Armed Forces is composed of five civilian judges appointed by the U.S. President. It is the highest appellate court in the military justice system. The court reviews all cases in which the death sentence was imposed and cases previously reviewed by the Air Force Court of Criminal Appeals forwarded on the Judge Advocate General's order. Review in other cases is discretionary upon petition of the appellant and upon good cause shown. Air Force Appellate Defense Counsel are appointed to represent the appellant before the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Armed Forces. If an appellant's case is reviewed and relief is not granted by the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Armed Forces, the appellant may petition the U.S. Supreme Court for further review. U.S. Supreme Court Decisions of the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Armed Forces may be reviewed by the U.S. Supreme Court. The accused may position the U.S. Supreme Court for a writ of certiorari, request for the lower court to send up all documents in a case for review, without prepayment of fees and costs or security, and without filing the affidavit. Finality of Proceedings, Findings, and Sentences The appellate review of records of trial provided by the UCMJ, 
The proceedings, findings, and sentences of courts martial as approved, reviewed, or affirmed as required by the UCMJ and all dismissals and discharges carried into execution under sentences by courts martial following approval, review, or affirmation as required by the UCMJ are final and conclusive. The judgment of a court martial orders publishing the proceedings of courts martial and all action taken pursuant to those proceedings are binding upon all departments, courts, agencies, and officers of the United States subject only to action upon a petition for a new trial under Article 73 to action by the Secretary concerned as provided in Article 74 and the authority of the U.S. President.